0: let's all stand in the the book of revelations Jesus says behold I stand at the door and
1: I knock if any
0: man hear my
1: voice and open the door notice
0: Jesus won't open the door for
1: you
0: you have to open the door
1: If you hear him knocking,
0: open the door. He says, I will come
1: in and
0: we'll have a feast together.
1: Just put
0: your hand over your heart and say, Jesus, I open my heart to you.
1: To receive from you. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Lord.
1: Hallelujah, Hallelujah Jesus. Lord Jesus. You have so our hearts so are just open you to you, Lord.
0: Hearts are just open to you,
1: Hallelujah. Jesus. Amen. Father, we thank you
0: for helping us to hear the knock and the touch of your hand upon our heart Señor, this te afternoon.
1: Damos And to
0: feel your hand upon our hearts.
1: And we
0: open the door to you,
1: Jesus. Let your
0: word come in.
1: We want to receive
0: it this afternoon.
1: Because we know
0: the change that we need in our life is what your word
1: can produce. It was just with
0: it was only with your word that you created the heavens and
1: the earth. And, and with your word this afternoon, you can
0: create in our lives
1: also. In
0: Jesus' precious name.
1: Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand
0: Give the Lord a hand
1: Amen. Thank Amen. you. Amen. Jesus.
0: Hallelujah. Let's open our book. While we take, go ahead and take a seat and and uh, open our Bibles to Revelation chapter three.
1: Vamos a abrir nuestras Biblias Apocalipsis capítulo 3.
0: We've been teaching on uh, the different titles that are given in the Bible on God, about God's word. Hemos enseñado diferentes títulos o nombres que se le da a la palabra de Dios en la Biblia. This book here is the book that God has given to us. Y este libro aquí es el libro that God has given to us. It's not just ink on paper. No es solamente um, tinta en papel. I know I know Joseph Becker. He loves he loves Bibles. José ah ah Joseph le encanta la Biblia. He's got all kinds of little Bibles that he's got little ones and big ones. Le gustan tiene toda clase de Biblias desde pequeñas a, a grandes. But it's not just this book. No un libro. It's not just the word of God. No solo la palabra de Dios. It's the voice of God. Es la voz de Dios. See, what's the difference between a word and a voice? The difference is you're next to the person that's speaking if you're going to hear his voice. To, to hear his voice. A written word is... God has given us his written word, but by the Holy Spirit, he speaks it to us. Jesus said, my sheep, hear my voice. And they follow me. So this is the word of God, the Bible. But the Holy Spirit makes it for us, the voice of God. Para nosotros, la voz de Dios. Amen. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I came here to hear the voice of God. Otherwise, this book is like any other book. Lo este libro es como otro libro. But when the Holy Spirit breathes blows upon these words, Pero el Santo sopla sobre estas palabras, it becomes God's living voice. Llega a ser la palabra, uh, We've been sharing about different titles we see in the Bible of God's Word. The Bible. One title in Hebrews 1 3 is the Word of Power. The Word of Power. Do we understand that God's Word has authority? Another expression given to the Bible is the word of faith. Where God's word produces faith in us. En que su palabra produce fe en nosotros. And when we receive God's words Cuando recibimos la palabra it's de so Dios. important to, to, uh, to receive it as from God and not just as from man. Because it will produce something in our lives. Para que produzca algo en nuestras vidas. We saw it as the, another title given to it in Acts 20 verse 32 is the word of grace. By the way, we do have some. I forgot about these. We, uh, Mary, pass these out. Here. I do have some, some outlines that we've been using that you can just refer to as we go through this. The word of grace in Acts 20:32 says it builds us up la palabra de nos the message is this that this living word palabra viva when God speaks to us to do something Cuando Dios nos habla para hacer algo, and if we know what God's word wants us to do we need to realize que darnos cuenta that with that word con esa palabra, or with that command o con ese mandamiento, comes grace viene gracia, or the ability o la habilidad, or the strength o la to do it. Para hacerlo. There's never a chance we'll never be able to go to God one day and say God I would have done it but I couldn't I didn't have the ability. To stand before God one day and say, God, I couldn't do Your will because I had too many problems, or I was too weak, or I had this situation. un día decir, Señor, no hice Tu voluntad porque tenía muchos problemas, o era muy débil, o tenía esta situación. I was too busy. Muy I had too many responsibilities. Tenía we can never say that to God. Nunca a decir eso a Dios. Because God knows our situation. Dios and when he asked us to do something, nos pide hacer algo, with the asking con el pedir, comes grace viene to do it. Para Amen. Amen he'll never tell you to walk on the water if he thinks you're going, if, if you're going to end up sinking will he for him to say go, go ahead and come out and walk on the water right now if that's, él, if that's the will of God for you right now to step out and walk on water para que él te diga, Ven, sobre las aguas. if God is saying to me go out here to the bay and walk all the way across to Oakland on top of the water I can argue with God all day and all night and say, God, I don't know how to walk on water. you want me to get a boat or something? No, 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 walk on the water, he says. But Lord, I have to go to school to learn how to do that. I never did it before. Everybody tells me it's not possible. The Lord says, I'm sorry, I ask you to do it. Do it. In the moment you step out on the water in obedience, y el que te paras sobre las aguas, God's grace makes it like a rock under your feet. That's a secret. Es el secreto. So many Christians are weak in their lives and, 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 and complaining and wondering, feeling like they've not ever been able to accomplish anything for the Lord. Tantos cristianos quizás están débiles en su vida, se quejan, because we forget what he asks us to do. The grace is there to do it. If the Lord speaks to Sister Jenny right now and says I want you to be a missionary to Ivory Coast. Ivory Coast, yeah. Uh, and she'll say but, but I don't know anything about that. I've got to go to school. I've got to learn the language. I've got to learn the customs. I've got to learn this. Lord, you can't send me. Send somebody else. I'm not able to do it. No, the message is this. If God says it, there's grace to do it. Can you say amen to that? Amen? Do you believe that? That's why it's called the word of his grace. Another title we studied is the word of righteousness. And and God's word is holy. It's pure. It's been tried in the fire seven times the Bible says. It's pure. It's called the word of his holiness. And as you read this word, and if you're letting the Holy Spirit breathe it into your life you'll si find a desire to be like him David says Lord I'm not going to be satisfied in no Psalm 17 he says Lord I yeah Psalm 17 Lord I will not be satisfied until I finally wake up one day to see you face to face. to cara cara. wake up in your righteousness. Despertarme in tu justicia. Wanting to be like him. Que para ser como tú eres. To be like him. Ser como él That's the desire that his word works in us. Es el deseo que su palabra obra en nosotros. Amen. The, one, the word, uh, title that we studied the last two weeks was the word of truth. How the word of God is like a sword. ¿Cómo? La palabra de Dios es como una espada. Y es una espada que tiene dos lados. Es us una espada que quiere que usemos en batalla. That's one side of it. Ese es un lado de ella. Pero es una espada que tiene que ser usada en nuestro corazón, que es el otro lado. Y a veces pensamos, bueno, solo voy a afilar un lado de la espada. God wants us to sharpen both sides when God's word comes when God speaks to us when we read his word. when we hear it preached God, he God speaks it's a sword sometimes we we kind of dodge the sword and hope it gets the person behind us and we miss what he wants to do in our hearts how many would agree that God is the best heart surgeon in the world and around. ¿Cuándo de acuerdo quizá de que Dios el mejor he knows how to do heart surgery he's never lost a patient yet never lost a patient yet and that's what he wants to do in our hearts so we ask ourselves do do we appreciate conviction from God's word I've always been disappointed to see some Christians that have been walking with the Lord for years and when you go and speak to them about something in their life, they argue and and they, they, they get upset because they don't want to hear about something wrong in their life. Y siempre me ha desilusionado ¿no? Cuando quizás con alguien de que tiene ya por años caminado con el Señor, que cuando quizás vas y le hablas acerca de algo en su vida, ¿no? uh, discuten, argumentan porque no quieren. Ver o recibir algo acerca de algo que está en su vida. They can point the finger at everybody else because they feel they've had the years of experience. Ah, pueden apuntar el dedo a a, a a cualquier otra persona porque sienten que tienen los años, de la experiencia. Pero no pueden recibirlo para sí mismos. Es muy duro. I think one sign of real spiritual maturity is that we enjoy when God comes and convicts us in our heart and shows us things in our life. The expression that we want to use today, we want to study today, is the word of his patience. This is number six on our list. Now I want us to read a verse in Revelation chapter 3 y quiero que leamos un verso aquí en Apocalipsis 3 Revelation in chapter 3 here Jesus is speaking to the church aquí Jesús está hablando a, a las iglesias Philippians, I'm sorry, Revelations chapter 3 Apocalipsis 3 and he's speaking to the church in a, in a place called Philadelphia y habla aquí a la iglesia en Filadelfia. and he says something interesting here y dice algo aquí interesante he says in verse 8 en el verso ocho. he says I know thy works Behold, I have set before thee an open door, and no man can shut it. For thou hast a little strength, and hast kept my word, and hast not denied my name. So here was a people that were faithful in what they heard. So, aquí Que era lo que habían oído. They had a little strength, not a lot of strength, but they had a little strength. Poca fuerza, no mucho, pero un but with that little strength they had, they kept God's words. Pero con esa poca que tenían, la they held to God's words. Se a su they, they clung to it, they held on to it. Se, se uh, uh, aferraron a ellas, se, se, uh, se uh, um, apegaron a ellas. In verse ten, El verso he said, "Jesus goes on speaking to these people." Y aquí Jesús a estas personas, he says in verse ten, "Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I also will keep thee from the hour of temptation that shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth." In verse ten, he says, uh, de la prueba que ha de venir sobre el mundo entero para probar a los que moran sobre la tierra. Right. He says, because you've kept the word of my patience. Por, is that the same in Spanish? Uh, uh-huh. Dice, porque en cuanto ha guardado la palabra de mi, de mi paciencia. Yeah. He's not saying a word of your patience, a word of my patience. No, él dice, la, no la palabra de tu paciencia, sino de mi paciencia. The, how many understand that God is very patient? ¿Cuánto entendemos de que Dios es paciente? Right? Now, our pa- we we may consider ourselves patient if we can stand in a line and wait for ten minutes. Y quizá no consideramos we may say, "I'm a very patient person. I can actually stand in a line for ten minutes and not get angry at everybody." Y dirá, una Puedo en y no me enojo. But God has patience that goes way beyond that. God's patience, has been from
1: everlasting.
0: <laughs> He's been patiently waiting. He's been patiently waiting. He's been patient with you and I. God has no problem with impatience. He has perfect patience. And He's telling us hold on to the Word of my patience. Hold on to the word of my patience. Now, look with me, and, and, and to understand what he's referring to here, let's go back to Titus. I want to read a verse here in Titus where God gives his word, and one thing we need to understand is that when God promises something, he promises it through his own faithfulness, y algo que His promises, Sus are true. Son his promises, Sus are faithful. Son, son He's called a faithful Promiser. El, el es un fiel prometedor. Right. In Titus chapter 1 en, en uno, Paul says here for instance in verse 2 he says in hope of eternal life which God that cannot lie promised before the world began dice, Pablo que dice que en la esperanza de la vida Eterna, la cual Dios que no miente prometió desde antes del principio de los siglos right he's promised eternal life to those that believe el ha prometido vida eterna a los que creen and it says here God cannot lie y dice aquí Dios que no puede mentir what he's spoken lo que ha hablado he will bring to pass lo va a llevar a cabo what he's promised lo que ha prometido he will do lo va a hacer the problem is el problema es. is the timing the time that's involved el tiempo que que envuelve when God promises something, Dios algo, we oftentimes take that to mean an immediate action on his part. A menudo, interpretamos eso, hacer como algo but it doesn't work like that. No That's what he means by holding on to his... Word, the word of his patience when God speaks to us to be able to hold on to that promise Para poder a esa and even though we don't see the results even though we don't see it happening right away to know down deep inside God said it que Dios lo dijo. I believe it I know it's going to happen it's his word what he's told me, lo que me ha dicho. it can't be any different. No doesn't matter what my eyes see no es cosa de lo que mis ojos doesn't matter what people tell me, no es lo que los demás me it dicen. doesn't matter what goes on around me if God said it si Dios lo dice, it's true if God said it it's going to happen if God said it it will take place a tomar lugar. he's faithful Él es fiel. that promise Él, el que and he goes on in verse 9 it says hold faith Fast, the faithful words. Y en el verso nueve continúa diciendo. Dice uh, re- retener, re- re- retenedor, retenedor. Dice de la palabra fiel, la palabra fiel, the faithful word, la palabra fiel. Can you just say something with me this afternoon? Say, God, you are faithful. Puedes decir conmigo esta tarde, Dios, eres fiel. Can you just say that with me, God? You are faithful, Dios eres fiel. God, you are faithful, Dios eres fiel. Amen. Amen. Let's look also in in First, in Second Timothy chapter two. In Second Timothy chapter two. Paul, of course, was one man that knew God's faithfulness. He had no doubt in it. No tenía duda en ello. He had no question about it. No tenía preguntas sobre ello. He believed God. And that was his message when he wrote to the churches and wrote his letters. He said, believe in God. Faithful is is he that promised. Faithful is he that called you. He's going to do it. And here he makes a very interesting statement to Timothy. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 in verse 11 Paul says, "This is a faithful saying fiel es esta. If we be dead with him, we shall also live with him si somos con él, con él. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him." Si sufrimos, con él. If we deny him, he will also deny us Listen to verse 13 If we believe not uh, dice, si fuéramos, Infieles. If we are not going to believe, if we're not going to be faithful, si vamos a creer, si vamos a infieles, Yet He abides faithful él fiel. In other words, even if we turn our back, even if we want to run away, God is still there faithful to us. O sea si le damos because he cannot deny himself. Hallelujah. He's a wonderful God. And there are some beautiful uh, illustrations of this in the Old Testament. And uh, Paul refers to one of these illustrations in Romans chapter 4. Uh, Pablo se a, a una de estas en there was a man called Abraham. And God gave Abraham a promise. He said, Abraham, you're going to have a son. And This son is going to be your son. He's going to be the one that inherits the promise. He's going to be your son, Abraham. Only one problem. As God spoke that to Abraham, Abraham looked around and he was getting older. He looked at Sarah. She was getting older. It didn't seem like anything was going to happen. Cuando Dios habló esto a Abraham, Abraham se miró a sí mismo y se estaba envejeciendo más. Miró a Sarah, su esposa, se enveje- estaba más envejecida y no miraba manera que esto pudiera suceder. God, you said I'm going to have a son. But I'm too old now, you see. My wife is old. No, no physical way we can have children. Hay que tener hijos. See, it's not possible, God. No, no es posible, We're Señor. too old now. Somos muy so, ya. God, I have a servant named Eleazar. Y él dijo, tengo un, tengo una Eleazar. Eleazar. And... Uh, I, I can't have my own children to have that can inherit my my possess, what you've given to me. So how about if I give it to him, Lord? He had a good heart. Abraham had a good heart. <laughs> he was trying to help the Lord out a little bit. I guess Abraham was thinking, well, you know, Lord, I, you know. I know what you said but you you know it's just not going to work out Lord You 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 don't understand certain things down here it seems let me see if I can help you out here Lord how about if I call this servant Eliezer he's been faithful to me how about if I call him my son would that work Lord God says no way he's going to be born from you Abraham Dios dijo, va a nacer de ti. he's going to be born from you va a nacer de ti. he's not going to be someone born from another man or woman he's going to be born from you Abraham thought well ok let's try something else pensó, bueno, algo más. Sarah had a nice idea uh, Sarah tuvo una idea buena. since she was too old to have children yeah, que ella tenía, ella estaba muy vieja at least what she thought oh, bueno, pensó así and all this time they're thinking now God you said this but it just doesn't look like it's going to happen y en todo este tiempo well, we don't want to say that, that it can't happen, but Lord it doesn't look like it's going to happen. So Sarah had an idea. She said I Abraham, you am looking, I'm too old to have children. I'm too old, Sarah said. I have a servant woman. Her name is Hagar. Agar. Here, have, have a child with her for those times that was acceptable esos tiempos, era aceptable. and so uh, Abraham has a child with Hagar the name of that child was Ishmael and Ishmael grows up and all the time Abraham is saying this is my son this is my son Ishmael, he's the one that God promised y Ishmael and when Ishmael was probably about 12 or 13 years old God, says, Ab- God told Abraham Abraham you're going to have a child and he's going to inherit everything he says oh yes here he is Ishmael, y Abraham dijo, sí, aquí está, Ishmael. God says sorry not the one it has to be the one that both you and Sarah give birth to and the Bible says Abraham fell on his face and just started laughing Abraham fell on his face he just began laughing. He goes, Oh, come on, Lord. I mean, when you first told me it was impossible, now it's even more difficult. Abraham just fell on his face and began laughing. He says, let Ishmael be the one. God says, I'm sorry. But next year, about nine months from now, (laughs) Sarah is going to have a child. Sarah was in the tent and She heard what was being said to Abraham. you know what Sarah did? She began laughing in intense. She began laughing. And the, and the angels that had come to speak to Abraham about having a son, they said, "Why is she laughing?" Sarah peeked her head out and said I'm not laughing I'm not laughing (laughs) yes you were Sarah you were laughing they couldn't believe they didn't want to say God made a mistake they just felt maybe they needed to help him out a little bit have you heard that expression people like to use God helps those who help themselves that's not the way it works that's that's not in the Bible, by the way. That's not even in the Bible. God helps those who realize they can never do anything else but look to Him for help. Dios ayuda aquellos que realmente se dan cuenta que realmente nunca pueden hacer algo por sí mismos hasta que le buscan a Él por ayuda. In other words, God waits for us to come to the complete end of ourselves to say, God, I can't do it! Así que Dios espera que que lleguemos nosotros al final de todas nuestras fuerzas, de nuestros recursos para decir, no no puedo. I can't do it. No puedo, señor. Then he says, okay, now, will you let me try now? <laughs> so that's how it works, Lord. But that is the difficulty we have in our life, too. Abraham had to learn Abraham, that when God speaks, he's going to do it. Now Abraham held on to that word, he had his little deviations, he tried doing it himself a couple of times, but, but he, at the end he realized it could not be possible for him to do it. Abraham agarró esa palabra y él tuvo sus sus distracciones, pero al final, it wasn't possible in himself he had to look totally to God. In Romans chapter 4 Paul says Abraham is the father of those who believe. Isn't there someone here named Abraham? There's an Abraham here, right? (laughs) It's a good name. Romans chapter 4 here. Let's look at it. Romans 4 Talking about how Abraham believed God. Habla de cómo Abraham creyó en Dios. Uh, en el verso 18, dice Abraham, que against hope, believed en hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Así que en el verso 18 dice: Él creyó en esperanza contra esperanza, para llegar a ser padre de, gent- de muchas gentes conforme a lo que se dice. Le había dicho, así será tu descendencia. Right. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, nor the deadness of Sarah's womb. He didn't consider the physical situation any longer. He looked only to God. Simplemente miró a Dios. In verse 20: He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. But was strong in faith, giving glory to God. <clears throat> Verse 21 And being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. God had to give. When he gave his word to Abraham, it had to be tested in Abraham's life. Abraham, are you going to believe? Abraham, are you going to accept it? Abraham, it's not going to be you helping me in anything. Not you, I'm not looking for your help, Abraham. Dijo, no estoy por ayuda de ti. I said I would do it. Él dijo, Yo lo voy a hacer. my word is faithful. Mi es fiel. And Abraham says he didn't stagger at the promises of God. But he held on, he kept looking at that word. Kept believing in that word. Holding on to that promise. Uh, uh, Aferrado a esa promesa. There's lots of promises that God has given to us. Y hay que Dios nos ha dado a promises that He wants to change our life. La que él vida. Promises that He wants to do something inside of us. La que él hacer algo de and sometimes when we look at the situation, it seems impossible. A que a, a impossible. How can He do that? ¿cómo puede hacer? I don't see the ingredients necessary in my life. Y decimos, yo no, no veo los ingredientes and God wants us to hold on to that word. And believe. Right. There's another story in the Old Testament too I want us to look at quickly. And Psalms 105. Psalms 105. And this one might be fresh in the minds of some uh, who may have seen the movie that came out recently about the life of Joseph. I Jose I, I enjoyed that movie. How many, anybody see that? Did see esa movie, esa Joseph King of Dreams, is that right? A nice movie. I enjoyed that. And this is about the life of Joseph. Y de la vida de Jose. In Psalm 105, Salmo 105. in verse 18, referring to Joseph. In verse 18, referenciamos a José. It says, Whose feet they hurt with fetters, and he was laid in iron. Until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. In verse 18, it says, Afligieron sus pies con grillos, en cárcel fue puesto su persona, hasta la hora que se cumplió su palabra, el dicho de Jehová le aprobó. The word of the Lord tried him. Now, Joseph went through an interesting experience. First of all, he was the one his father uh, admired and adored. He was the, uh, like his father's favorite child so all of the other brothers were jealous of him you know the story and uh, they eventually sold him they took him they sold him and he was taken to Egypt as a slave but before they did that what really made them angry was the fact that he had two dreams he had had before they, before they before before his brothers sold him off to Egypt, he had two dreams. In the first in one dream he 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 saw um, some sheaves of wheat bowing down before him. sheaves of wheat bowing down before his sheep of wheat. Sheaves of wheat. I don't know what you call them. Bueno, como de que, que se ante él. And he understood that meant that his brothers were going to bow down before him one day. And he was one of the younger ones. His other, his other uh, nine brothers were or ten brothers were, were older than him. And they were very upset when they heard that. Sus mucho then he had a eso. second dream right after that. Sun, moon, and stars were bowing down to him. And he understood even his father and mother and his brothers along with his brothers were going to bow down to him. I don't know what Joseph thought about those dreams, but, but they were real to him, and he knew God gave him those dreams. And I think I don't think Joseph took it like, oh boy, I'm going to be I'm going to be the I'm going to rule over all these people. I don't think he took it like that. He just understood this is what God was saying. He didn't know why or how, but he just took it as the word of God. yo no no, Que ¿no? que iba a but God was just telling him what was going to happen. And that one day he was going to rule over even his own family. He had two dreams like that. Y él tuvo dos sueños así. And God gave him those dreams. His brothers got angry and they sold him. Shortly after he told those dreams, they sold him as a slave into Egypt. He was only uh, 17 years old at the time. He was was a servant in the house of a man there uh, named Potiphar for several years. For uh, several years. So, años, no? And, and uh, as he was a servant there, things happened to him that weren't proper, and they ended up throwing him in jail, even though he did nothing wrong so these dreams he had of ruling and reigning seemed to be so far from what his experience was he had heard God, God had spoken to him about reigning and ruling and, and having authority and now all of a sudden he's a servant a slave sold for just a few pieces of money and now he's in prison Tiene estos sueños acerca de reinar, de regir, y de repente no, el aquí está que fue vendido como un esclavo, simplemente por. Yeah, just. And, and for, for, for 13 years, nothing of those dreams seemed like it was taking place. Nada de estos sueños para siempre que va a suceder. Pharaoh then has two dreams. Entonces, Faraón tuvo también. Joseph interprets those dreams y José estos él as famine that's going, uh, seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. And it's interesting that when Joseph was interpreting the dreams to, jo- to, to Pharaoh, de que José estos, estos de Faraón, he said, Pharaoh, God gave you two dreams. And those two dreams are about the same thing. Y él dijo, Dios te ha dado dos sueños y esos dos sueños son acerca de la misma cosa. And this is, these are the exact words of Joseph. He said, he said because the dream is doubled, because the dream is two two dreams are the same thing. That means God's. It's established by God. He dijo, significa que esto es establecido por Dios. Listen to what he said. He's telling Pharaoh, because God gave you two dreams about the same thing, that means it's established by God. And that's going to happen right away. Think about him saying that to Pharaoh. And God gave Joseph two dreams. Thirteen years previously. 13 trece años antes. 13 years before he spoke to Pharaoh God gave Joseph two dreams About the same thing And it was established by God Did it happen right away 13 years is 13 years right away? Would you say that 13 years means right away? <laughs> that seems like a long time in our mind, doesn't it? See, Joseph learned not to think in terms of years and time. And all those 13 years as he was a slave and then thrown into prison, so many things that was just the opposite of what those dreams were. Y en todos esos años, mientras fue esclavo y fue echado a la prisión a lo opuesto a estos años fue lo que él estaba viendo. Joseph never doubted God's word. nunca dudó la palabra de Dios. And it's beautiful to see that while he was a servant, God was with him and blessed him. Y lo, lo, lo lindo es ver que mientras él era un esclavo, ¿no? Que Dios lo los bendijo. I mean if he would have told those dreams that he had to anybody he would have just laughed at him you're going to rule and have authority over other people you're a servant you don't even get your own paycheck (laughs) what's happening with you then he's thrown into prison he's there for several years and if he would have said I had dreams that I'm going to have authority and rule. The people in the prison would have just laughed at him. Said, you better, better forget about those dreams. But he never did. He held on to those dreams and believed them. How do we know that? Because the way he spoke to Pharaoh. Pharaoh had two dreams also. And Joseph with all confidence said, Y José, con toda dijo, because you had two dreams has dos sueños, that means God gave it to you que Dios te los ha dado. because you had two dreams has dos sueños, that means he's going to do it quickly <laughs> que él lo va a hacer quickly may mean 13, 14, 15 years but in God's time it's quickly puede años, pero en el de Dios eso remember one day with the Lord is a thousand years and a thousand years one day so Joseph trusted to the Lord Así que José, en Dios. and the Bible says here in Psalms 105 that the word of the Lord tried him what we don't realize is that when we're holding on to that word that God gives us that word is doing something in us esa está algo en it may take years tome años. We may, we, perhaps we may never see uh, 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 for years, that the fulfillment of what he spoke. God may just hide it from us until we get to heaven. But we need to hold on to that word. Hold on to what he spoke. And believe him. That's what Paul says. Paul said I'm persuaded. Pablo dijo, y estoy convencido, that he is faithful that promised. He that promised que el que promete. is faithful. Es fiel. God wants us to hold on to those promises. The Bible says Jesus is coming back soon. And soon in God's time is a lot different than soon in our time. Y pronto, En el de de but we need to hold on to that promise, just like Joseph did. Como lo hizo. Joseph held on to that promise, se a esa so that whether it was 13 years or, in fact, by the by the time his brothers actually did bow down before Joseph, por el que sus en se ante 22 years had passed by. From a 17-year-old boy. Now he's thirty nine years old and finally the fulfillment of those dreams his brothers come and bow down before him 22 years went by before it actually happened may God help us to hold on to the word of his patience to hold on to his word there's going to be people that come and make fun of you that mock you Just, I'm sure they must have told Joseph that. I bet as Joseph's brothers threw him into the pit, they said they were just laughing. They said, "Oh, look at you know he had this dream. We're going to bow down before him. Now look at him. He's a slave over in Egypt." That's what they thought. Que, que iba a ser a regir sobre nosotros y ahora va a ser un esclavo God's word will pero así siempre la palabra de Dios se va a cumplir and así y tenemos que creerlo let's turn, look at one more verse before we finish this afternoon in Isaiah 55, antes de que en Isaías 55. Isaiah 55 Isaiah 55 and perhaps next week we'll look at some other examples of those that had patience and quizá la semana que viene podemos ver otros ejemplos de Aquellos que tuvieron paciencia. Y aquí en Isaiah 55. En verse 11. 55:11, 11 Dice this: So shall. No será a mi vacía, sino que hará lo que yo quiero y será prosperada en aquello para lo que ha sido enviada. Y eso es la palabra de Dios. Cuando la habla, va a pasar now we need to take some time to listen to him speak to us we need to get into the Bible find out what those words and those promises are 2 Corinthians 1.20 says all the promises of God are yes and amen uh, capítulo 1, verso 20, dice de que todas las promesas de Dios son sí y amén. Pero tenemos que adentrarnos en su palabra. Hold those Agarrarnos de sus promesas.
1: Never let them go. Nunca dejarlas ir. Amen. Let's all stand. Vamos a estar de pie.